All right, Johnny. Bah, 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 bah. Breaking news. The Halos made another big trade on Tuesday, and the Super Halo Brothers are here to break it all down for you. Who is Hunter Renfro, and why should we be excited about him on the Angels? Friends, it's time to get locked on with Mike and John, and this is Locked On Angels. You are Locked On Angels, your daily Los Angeles Angels podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, here we are, talking about some good stuff. Thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. We're free and available on all platforms like Apple Podcasts and Spotify. The best way to help us out is by giving us a rate and a review. And if you're watching on YouTube, let us know that you're here with a like, a comment, and make sure that you're subscribed to the show. And don't forget to click that bell to be notified every time a new episode drops. Mike, you and I are so excited because the Angels have made yet another move, and you are in the right place at the right time because this is Locked On Angels and it's your team every day. You've got the Frisch Brothers here with you, aka the Super Halo Bros. My name is John and that's my brother Mike. And my name is Mike and that's my brother John. You know, we had this whole week planned out to work <laughs> yeah. around the holidays and Perry Manassian decided to work overtime yep. the week of Thanksgiving. So, and so just we an will FYI, too. <laughs> yes, exactly. Right? Just an FYI to everybody watching. Yes. We do have an episode planned for later this week. If it sounds like something's coming up that doesn't quite make sense or it feels out of order, well, here you go. Perry Manassian changing our schedule Tuesday night, 7.30 p.m., Western Coast time, of course, and I'm sitting down and I'm playing with our new puppy and we get this message and we've made a trade, Mike. We've traded three pitchers to acquire Hunter Renfro from the Milwaukee Brewers. Kirkland signature Mike Trout is coming to the Halos (laughs) for 2023. We traded Jansen Junk, Elvis Piguero, two names that we are familiar with, and then a minor leaguer named Adam Seminaris, who also went over in the deal. So three pitchers for one Hunter Renfro solves our outfield question going into 2023. Arbitration eligible, pegged to make about $11.5 or so, according to the market value, which is pretty under what some of the free agent outfielders yeah, are right. expected to get. So right. a cost-saving move, but an effective move nonetheless Mike, get me excited about this Hunter Renfro trade more than I already am. I got the big A hat on. I'm ready to go. Another All right, big so win. Essentially, we traded Andrew Heaney for Hunter <laughs> Renfro, right? Because we got Jansen Junk and Elvis Peguero for Andrew Heaney. And then we traded those guys away and Adam Simoneris for Hunter Renfro. So really, it was Heaney for and Adam Seminaris for Hunter Renfro. That, that, I like how that worked out. That's really good. Can, is, are you not allowed to trade Piguero and Junk not together? Do they have to be together no matter what happens? Probably. I think I, I think that that has to happen since we got them together. It's in their, it's in their contract, huh? <laughs> yeah. All right, here's some stats, Johnny. Last season for Hunter, 255, 315, 492, and an 8.07 OPS. That was his second highest OPS in his career. His mm-hmm. highest was the year before, 8 16. So he hasn't really fallen off. He's still kind of the same consistent guy. He's hit 25 home runs in five consecutive seasons. Mm-hmm. And some people are saying that he's going to really be a great left fielder for us. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that in a minute. But here's our OPS for left fielders last season, John. 606. 29th in Major League Baseball. So so you're <laughs> telling me this is an upgrade. <laughs> this is a really big upgrade. 29 home yeah. runs last year, 72 RBIs. 
John's favorite stat, 124 weighted runs created plus, and he had a 2.5 F war, Fangraph's war. He had four defensive runs saved, and he's only 30 years old, and he actually will be a free agent in 2024. So really, this is a year of Hunter Renfro. Now, Brett McGuire, friend of the show, former host, he tweeted out that Brewer fans are universally pissed about this trade (laughs) because he is really loved in Milwaukee. He made... $7.6 $7.6 million in 2022. You said that it kind of looks like it'll be probably around $11 million or so mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. with arbitration. Bill Shankin actually tweeted out also that the Angels have added about $33 million to their payroll mm-hmm. and they've surrendered a second round pick and four fringe pitchers and so mm-hmm. man Perry is Perry Ng. He is doing an incredible job of building this team. Here's a note that We do need to address. Mm -hmm. He didn't play, Hunter Renfro, didn't play left field last season. He hasn't played left field since 2019. Mm -hmm. So, Johnny, is that Taylor Ward's spot? Ward played two games in left field last season, 18 in 2021, and 74 in AAA the year before that. So, where do you think Hunter fits in? in this lineup defensively. I think the more adaptable person here and somebody who has the experience is Hunter Renfro. I think with Taylor Ward, you don't want to mess with any of what's going on with Taylor Ward because he's finally just figured it out last season in terms of hitting and playing defense. And Taylor Ward is not bad at defense in right field. We've seen him make some pretty stellar plays. Sometimes it seems like he gets a little slow to the ball sometimes and kind of trickles away from him. But... Having said that, I believe that you don't want to mess with any of what Taylor Ward's going on because he just turned the corner. And Hunter Renfro has the experience even in center field. But I think left field is the perfect spot for Hunter Renfro. Mike, he's even played a little bit of first base. So if you're without a first baseman in some sort of circumstance or situation, then you can rely on Hunter Renfro there to play as well. So he's familiar with that spot. That just, to me, screams versatility. It screams depth because we all know that's what the Angels have been lacking. And it makes me think that Perry is being very frugal with the budget, maybe to save some money for one more big splash. Mm. We already made the Tyler Anderson splash. We got Gio Urshela in a trade. We've got Hunter Renfro in a trade. And you know what else this tells me? It makes me think about the the depth of pitching that we have in yeah. the system. Yeah. That we're not afraid to give up three pitchers in order to make this trade. Two, again, that we're very familiar with. We'll talk about them a little bit later. But Perry, it seems like he's being very smart with his pieces. He's playing some chess out here. So I got to give credit to GMPM for this one because I haven't seen... <laughs> Renfro on our radar no. at all. And no. I, I'm quite surprised at this. A consistent hitter. He'll hit about 250 to 260. Last two years, he's gotten close to 30 home runs, if not touched it, at, or last couple years, actually. And like you said, five years in a row of 25 home runs. Pretty incredible. He is matching numbers. Uh, Nolan Arenado, Paul Goldschmidt, Aaron Judge, Machado, Schwarber, and, and Eugenio Suarez. The other guys 
who have hit 25 plus home runs wow. in the last five full seasons. That's really good company right there. I like that yeah, a lot. Now company. somebody somebody tweeted out. Uh, I think it was a Red Sox fan tweeted out a play that Renfro made when he was playing on the Sox in right field, and there was a little like duck snort, little little bloop into right field, and mm-hmm. Renfro ran in and. I think it was Randy Arozarena that actually hit it, and and Renfo ran in and gunned him out at second base. I mean, threw mm-hmm. a cannon, threw a bullet to second base and gunned him He's out. Got a so plus arm. I, I think that we have a guy here that is going to be great in right, in left, in center. And he's going to be a a good defender for us. None of that, like hitting the wall and the ball going under our legs or through our <laughs> legs, right? I, I love this move, Johnny. I, I think that this is a really great trade for the Halos. And what I like about it is it was unexpected. And mm-hmm. what I like about it is that Perry is not sitting on his hands. What right. I like about it is that it's somebody that is going to really help our team. What I like about it is that it brings a whole lot of depth to our team. I mean, the last two moves have been depth moves, but they're also guys that are going to perform really well for us. And so I, I don't know if, I, I don't think that this is the typical angel, hopeful November spirit that I'm feeling, but. I, I am feeling that, and I think it's because we actually see a team coming together that we can get really excited for and don't have to make excuses for, John. We don't have to go, well, yeah. it'll be interesting to see what happens with this guy, right? Like, we don't have right. to lean positive, and we tend to do that on this show. We don't even have to lean positive because this is a really positive move. Do you agree? I agree. Yeah, you you don't have question marks around the outfield now. You don't have a question mark around... Urshela and how he's going to factor in. And yes, he probably will play some middle infield, but I don't think the Angels are done. I think that there's more moves to come because Perry said so, and that's the bottom line. He's Stone Cold Steve Perry. Wait, that's Journey. Never mind. Steve (laughs) Perry. GMPM cooking on a Tuesday night, and it wasn't dinner. It was a trade for Hunter Renfro. We're very excited about that. And coming up on Locked On Angels, what does this trade actually mean for our buddy Joe Adele? We're going to talk a little bit about that. But first, Locked On Angels is brought to you by Simply Safe. If you've been thinking about securing your home with a home security system, but you've been putting it off, time to listen up because right now, Locked On Angel listeners can order the number one rated home security system for 50% off. And here's why getting a security system right now is so important. During the holidays, property crimes like burglaries and package thefts, they spike nationally. And that's why our friends at Simply Safe Home Security are offering 50% off of their award-winning security system so that more families can feel safe and secure this holiday season. Simply Safe is a whole security system with HD cameras for inside your home and outside your home. Plus, they have advanced sensors for every room, every window, every door. They even have hazard sensors that detect fire, floods, and other threats to your home. And with a top-rated Simply Safe app, being safe is convenient and easy. You can stay in complete control of your system anytime, anywhere. You can arm, disarm, unlock for guests, access your cameras, or adjust your system settings. So don't miss your chance to save big on the only security system that we recommend here at Locked On. Get 50% off a new Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com slash locked on MLB. Again, their biggest discount of the year, 50% off. So don't wait. That's simplysafe.com slash locked on MLB. There's no safe like Simply Safe.
want to thank you for making Locked On Angels your first listen today. And for your second listen today, check out Locked On Sports Today. You can go from the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports. Go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today is available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Whenever you make a trade, you always get somebody really great, but you have to give up really great pieces as well. And the Angels did give up some really great pieces. Jansen Junk, Elvis Peguero, and then the guy that we really don't know about is Adam Simoneris. And Adam was a Salt Lake City B last season. Mm -hmm. He's 24 years old. And Here's some details on him from MLB.com, Johnny. He's the prototypical lefty Hmm. with a four-pitch mix and excellent knowledge on how to use it. His fastball Hmm. typically sits around 88 to 90. It can top out at 93. It plays up in the zone because he commands it so well, and he's got some deception in his delivery, and he throws two breaking balls, a mid-70s curve. I I love that because that probably just loops in there. I haven't seen it live, but I'm sure it's probably a really great pitch. And then he's got a low 80s slider, which actually really helps with his fastball, even though his fastball is a... 88 to 90 and tops out at 93. These breaking pitches really help offset that. But his best secondary offering is his plus changeup. That's Mm. where he misses bats and gets weak contact. He's also known to throw a ton of strikes. So he's got a lot of potential and he was taking a step forward this season, but he was shut down in the spring because mm. of an injury. MLB.com says that he has a limited ceiling, but there's this feeling that he's got a field to be a really great pitcher and he has the potential to be maybe a back end starting pitcher mm. for right now the Milk Milwaukee Brewers. So Johnny, are you are you sad to see Jansen Junk, Elvis Pagero, and this young rookie from the minor leagues? Are you sad to see them go? I feel like we're in a very good position pitching-wise, and that is for the first time in years. The, the minor leagues have not yielded a ton of great pitching over the years, and we're fixing that. We're in the process of fixing that. I mentioned it last segment. I feel like Perry's pretty comfortable with being able to move some of these guys around and make some appealing trades for the other teams and for the for the Brewers to be interested in these three guys. Obviously, they have years of control ahead of them. They only had one year left with Hunter Renfro for his arbitration year, which is this year. And for us, it's it's a move that helps us win this season. And for the Brewers, it gives them some pitching depth down the road. So there's not really anybody I miss here. I, I I did like Jansen Junk. He was able to give us a few starts this season and even last season when he came over. But Mike, I always kind of felt like maybe he was a middle of the bullpen relief guy or hmm. something along those lines where you need to make use of his longevity to get you through a couple of innings. But he never pegged me as somebody I would be excited about in the starting rotation. And he had a great year in the minors. I I will give him that. Elvis Peguero, well, that just was a frustrating pitcher and player for us last season. He could throw really hard, and that was about it, but he couldn't locate the strike zone. He couldn't hit his fastball in the zone, so he was walking, guys. He was the one that Trout was communicating with, saying, hey, dude, You're tipping pitches. They got you figured out because of the way you're holding the glove. Even Mike Trout noticed that from center field. So not sad to see him go. 
Adam Seminaris sounds like an interesting prospect. Mike, you and I have said many times that prospects are great in a couple of years. Yep. We need guys who are going to help us out right now. And I have not seen such fervor from the front office since, man, I can't even remember. Maybe <laughs> before so 2014. Unique. Yeah. Like, I, I really liked the David Freese trade in 2014 yeah. to get him yeah. to be our starting third baseman. And that cost us a couple of pieces, but it was necessary. And they added some relievers that year, and and, and that's about it. And to be honest, it, it doesn't feel like we've done much in the way of making big moves since then. I know that the Simmons trade was a big one. We did uh, trade Howie Kendrick and Eric Ibar, but that was more like, oh, those guys are going, and we're receiving young prospects and, and young talent. So to me, I, I really like the urgency here. I like the win now enthusiasm that Perry Manassian has and I'm surprised at how quickly he's moving this season and it's also really creative I I, like I said I didn't expect a Hunter Renfro but to be able to pay for him out of the the breadth I guess you could say of pitching that we have (laughs) yeah in the minor leagues I think is a really smart move Anybody you miss here, or are you disappointed that Seminaris is on his way to Milwaukee? No, not at all. And <laughs> it's because I haven't I haven't seen him, right? And so mm-hmm. that's the thing. Like, we haven't seen this guy. And he was in the top 30 for our, our prospect list, mm-hmm. but he was in the bottom bo- the bottom 20. And so we've traded away two bottom 20 guys, and we've got a really great starting pitcher, and we've got really good depth pieces that will be starters for us. And like Bill Shankin said, like we traded away four fringe pitchers mm-hmm. and and then lost a second round pick. Like that that's not going to affect us. We're not going to feel the dent. We're not going to feel the pain. And Jansen Junk as much as we wanted him to pan out and do really well and he had a couple of really great starts here and there. He he's a he's a Griffin Canning, right? And so mm. why have two guys on the same team that are doing the same thing? And so mm. I love that Perry traded from depth here. Elvis Pagero is the type of guy that you would see him in high school and go, that guy just hit ninety eight. That guy just hit one hundred, <laughs> right? Like yeah. you would see his arm and it's live and it's powerful. He just hasn't figured it out yet, and he needs somebody that's going to help him figure it out. That's not the Angels. Not that Matt Wise and the team couldn't do that, but I think that he needs to be in a place where. He has the opportunity to figure it out instead of being in the middle of a pennant race or trying to get Shohei and Mike Trout to the playoffs. That's not the role for him. He really Mm -hmm. crumbled under the pressure, under the weight of some of the innings that he was in when he had to come through and he didn't. And so I think that Perry's brilliant here in trading those two guys and, and getting a great piece back. And I think it's going to be so beneficial to our team. So John, I'm not sad to see any of them go. I wish them luck, and I'm thankful that we have this outfield piece in Hunter Renfro. Hey, Locked On Angels is brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. You can get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball to soccer and even esports. They've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, betting podcasts, BetOnline can give you those as well. We know you do because you're here on Locked On Angels, so make sure you check out what they've got going on. They're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline is where the game starts. (laughs) 
Ram GM traded for Hunter Renfro and traded <laughs> nice away. <try. laughs> what did I say? PM GM. GM. Yeah. <laughs> GM PM. There you go. There you, you know go. what? You're the you're the one that comes up with all the pithy pithy sayings Snappy. around here. Hey, Perry, my buddy Perry made a great trade and got Hunter Renfro for three players. So how about some final thoughts here, John? And and two questions that come to mind. The first question is this. What does this mean for Joe Adele? Because obviously our outfield now is set. Perry's not done, mm-hmm. but feels like the outfield is set with Renfro and Trout and Ward, some combination there. Perry did talk on Tuesday night about Joe Adele, talked about his development and wanting to make sure that they gave him every opportunity to become the player that he has the potential to be. And so mm-hmm. tell me your thoughts, Johnny. What does this mean for Joe? It's like the old saying goes, Mike, bros before Joes. No, just kidding. <laughs> hey, you know what? The more time that Joe Adele has to develop wherever they need to develop him, whether that's AAA, AA, in the, in the majors as the fourth outfielder, they should give him all the time that he needs to figure it out, to become the player that we all think that he can be because he came up at 20 years old. He's 23 now. You and I have said many, many times in defending Joe Adele that, hey, take a chill pill. The guy's 23 years old. Not a lot of people make it to Major League Baseball. And here's Joe Adele really trying, really putting in the work. And he didn't have a great year last year. It's okay. 2021, he got to come up and spend some time in the Major League Club and he looked really good in right field. This year, it was kind of a a mixed bag just because he struggled defensively and left. Eventually figured it out pretty well later on in the season. He was much more improved than he was in the first half when he started. But Mike, if he's the fourth outfielder or if it's Mickey Moniak, then more power to those guys because I love the fact that we have a full-time starter in Hunter Renfro securing the outfield with Mike Trout and Taylor Ward, this is an everyday player, an everyday guy that you want to see in there all seven days a week. And with Joe Adele, there's just too much of a question mark of how is he going to perform? How is he going to do? And you, you and I both know that consistency is key for these guys to figure things out. But now you have the luxury of having Joe Adele as the fourth outfielder and Moniac in the minor leagues or Moniac's with the team and Joe Adele's in the minor leagues. Now you have that luxury for, hey, let's give Joe some time to figure it out, get every day at bats, put it all together, see what he can do when he comes back. But to not rely on these young guns like Moniac and Adele every single day just goes to show that the Angels mean business. Like you've said, there's too many question marks in the offseason sometimes where we're like, hey, we're going to roll with Joe Adele and Brandon Marsh next season. They, they're they going to be really good someday, and we'll see how they do this season. And then, you, I mean, they're, they're not proven. They're yeah. guys that we're excited about, but they're not proven. So right. I'm okay with this. I think you can be flexible with what you do with Adele, with Moniac. Those guys deserve the chance to develop however the team sees fit, and hopefully they will have consistent playing time somewhere and it might not be in the majors because they'll be behind hunter renfro but i'm not disappointed in this at all what do you think about joe adele i think it gives him a year to develop and if he is the fourth outfielder great if if it's moniac great but it does give joe 
a year to develop. And now he gets to really prove himself. And if he doesn't get to prove himself, then we are covered because we have a guy that's going to do really, really well in the outfield. And so mm-hmm. I think that, that Joe should remain with the Angels. I don't think that PM, the GM, see, that's better. That, I, I put go. the in there. Well, I don't think that he will trade him away. Um, but the way that he's moving so. right now, like who knows what he'll do. He could. But, <laughs> but what, I, what I see him doing is he's trading from the bottom half, good players, but trading from the bottom half of our team mm-hmm. and keeping those potential guys that are actually the top half, like Moniak and like mm-hmm. Adele. So I think Joe's going to develop, and I think that's fantastic. And if he's the fourth outfielder, we'll probably see him in there two, three days a week. He's mm-hmm. a lot of fun. He's got a whole lot of fire. Maybe perhaps he actually can play right field where he seems to be a bit more confident, mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. he can fill in for whoever plays out there. But I really like this move. Now, second question, John. Who won this trade? Did the Halos win or did the Brewers win? I think it's a win-win at the end of the day. I think that the Brewers, obviously, they see a need for some pitching. They want to see what they can get out of guys like Junk and Piguero and and uh, uh, Seminaris. I already forgot how to say his name. Seminaris. Yeah. <laughs> um, and for us, it's a big win because we needed an outfielder. Uh, full disclosure, I spent all afternoon preparing a making the case for Mitch Hanniger, which maybe we can still do. <laughs> sure. But uh, the fact that we have Hunter Renfro now, I don't see quite a need for another right. outfielder. Right. But we had a lot of Angel fans and Locked on Angels listeners asking us about Hanniger. And so I thought it was important to make the case and do the research. And now we have an answer for the outfield. And I'm very happy with this. I think the Angels won their side. Uh, by all accounts, the Brewers are happy with their side. I think <laughs> I think I would give us the win here just because sure. Piguero is not somebody that I was ever thrilled with and maybe is overvalued in the eyes of the Brewers. Maybe they can fix him. Maybe yep. they have what it takes. Yeah. Maybe they can use that big 98-mile-per-hour arm, right? Right. But right. at the end of the day, I think the Halos won this trade. Looking forward to what Hunter Renfro can do for us in 2023. Well, thanks for making Lockdown Angels your first listen today. Now, for your next listen, check out the Lockdown Sports Today podcast. They share some of the biggest stories of the day, like the Hunter Renfro trade, instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. They're available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, be sure to give us a follow at Locked On Angels on Twitter and, of course, at Super Halo Bros on Twitter and Instagram. Get in our mentions. Let us know what you think of this Hunter Renfro trade. Yeah. Are the Angels done? Is there more to do? It seems like Perry is not done cooking. So, hey, Mike, what do we have on deck for tomorrow's show? All right. If Perry doesn't do anything, <laughs> we're going to actually <laughs> talk about three players that were injured that are going to come back next season and have the mm-hmm. potential to really have an impact on this team. Now, as John mentioned, full disclosure, this was an episode that we did record before this Hunter Renfro trade. So it's a really <laughs> great episode. Yes. We might actually drop a couple of lines like, depending on what they do in left field. So right. as you eat your turkey, let the tryptophan wash over you and just pretend that you didn't hear us say that. So yes. it's going to be a great episode. Tune in tomorrow. We would love to have you join us on Lockdown Angels. Well, we hope you have a great Thanksgiving and we'll be right back here. So put us on while you're traveling or making those uh, drives out to wherever you're going for Thanksgiving. In the meantime, my name is John, and that's my brother Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother John. That's going to do it for this edition of Locked On Angels, and we'll see you right back here tomorrow.